0: Welcome to the Junkyard Outreach. This is Todd, and thanks for joining me as we go through the scriptures and learn what we can to draw close to Jesus. For more episodes and information, check out junkyardoutreach.com. And now, let's dig in. Exodus chapter 20, verse 12. Honor your father and your mother that your days may be long in the land that the Lord your God has given you. God gave Moses the Ten Commandments immediately after the nation Israel left Egypt, and he did so to establish a rule of law for this new free people. They were slaves. Now they were free. So they needed instruction on how to live, and that's what the law is all about, how to live so that they can be blessed. And that blessing comes from honoring God. So God's giving them the law, saying, this is how you honor me, so I can bless you. But they rebelled against God, and as a result, they received a 40-year time out wandering in the wilderness, which was miserable for them. When that generation dies off, Moses, who's still alive, reiterates the law in the book of Deuteronomy for the new generation that was preparing to enter the land that God had promised that previous generation. Then he writes in Deuteronomy five sixteen, Honor your father and your mother as the Lord has commanded you that your days may be long and that it may go well with you in the land that the Lord your God has given you. And Paul reiterates the command in his letter to the Ephesians, in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 2, it says, Honor your father and mother. And then, in a parenthesis, he adds, This is the first command with a promise, that it may go well with you, and that you may live long in the land. So there's a promise attached to the command, and with the promise in Scripture comes a reality. If we do the things God has commanded us in the Scriptures, we will see the reality of God in our lives, and in this particular promise, God will bless those who honor their parents. And one thing that often goes unnoticed is, is that this does not only apply to children in the home. This applies to anyone whose parents are still alive. So as they grow old, we still have that responsibility to honor our parents. But what about a parent or both parents who are not honorable? It doesn't matter. We still represent God and we do what the Word says. It doesn't mean that we allow parents to control or manipulate us or that we have to accept their foolishness or wickedness. Rather, we stand our ground and we behave honorably toward them. And in the case of wicked parents, which I have witnessed in the lives of others that I know very well, the grueling years of torment from parents, it's going to come to an end. And the honoring child at that end can walk away with confidence, knowing that what they did was honorable before God, and now that the parent or parents are gone, that child can move on without any regret. Another important factor when honoring your parents is that you're teaching your children. When they see us honoring our parents in a way that is right, they will understand that this is good. And then in time, when they're changing our diapers, they can know that they're doing what is right because they've seen it demonstrated. There's no questioning that. It's that love, it's that honor that we have instilled in them by demonstrating that now they have received and made it their own. And we're the beneficiaries of that. And another benefit, as our children grow up, they have a deeper level of respect and commitment to the family, because the family unit should really come together when a parent needs to be cared for. In Mark chapter 7, Jesus rips the religious leaders because of their traditions, putting them on the same plane as God's Word. They were doing things that were completely insignificant in their relationship with God, but they were making them more important than the actual law itself. So, Jesus says in verse 6, Well, did Isaiah prophesy of you hypocrites? As it is written, These people honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. In vain do they worship me, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. In other words, they're teaching that their commandments that they make up are on the same level as the doctrines of Scripture. They should be equally weighted. And Jesus is like, That's stupid. Verse 8, You leave the commandment of God and you hold to the tradition of men. And he said to them, You have a fine way of rejecting the commandment of God in order to establish your tradition for Moses said honor your father and your mother and that's referring back to Exodus and Deuteronomy which we just read and whoever reviles father or mother must surely die and we'll get to that in a second but if you say a man tells his father or his mother whatever you would have gained from me as korban that is a gift to God then you no longer permit him to do anything for his father or mother thus making void the word of God by your tradition that you have handed down and many such things you do so he says hey instead of taking care of the parents you take whatever you have set aside whatever provisions you have to help your parents. And you say, no, I'm not going to give it to you. I'm going to give this to God. And Jesus is like, what's up? How are they going to take care of your parents? They didn't have social security back then. They didn't have retirement homes. It was the children's responsibility to take care of their parents. But now they got a loophole. Hey, this Corban thing, man, I can take all this money that I was going to give my parents and I can donate it or I can keep it because it's to God, you know, that kind of thing. And he just gave a loophole for them to escape the responsibility of taking care of their parents. And Jesus is like, that's wrong, dude. Exodus twenty-one seventeen: whoever curses his father or mother shall be put to death. Leviticus 20, verse 9, whoever curses his father and mother shall surely be put to death. He has cursed his father or his mother. His blood is upon him. It was a big deal to rebel against your father and mother. Proverbs 20 verse 20. If anyone curses his father or his mother, his lamp will be put out into utter darkness. Proverbs 30:11: There are those who curse their fathers and do not bless their mothers. There are those who are clean in their own eyes, but are not washed from their filth. These are those how lofty are their eyes, how high their eyelids lift. So you know people that curse their parents? You know people that treat their parents terribly? This is talking about them. They're evil. Because no matter how bad your parents are, we still have the responsibility to honor them. You don't get to escape that. It doesn't mean that you submit to them in ways that are ungodly. It doesn't mean you put up with their garbage. It just means that, hey, God's telling me to honor my parents. And the other thing about that is when we honor our parents, it's a great witness to those around us. Matthew 5.14, you are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. I am immersed in the Latino culture. Lots of friends, our ministry, and I'm amazed at the way my friends teach their kids to honor their parents. It's very cool. And honor others. Teaching them respect, shaking hands with everyone in the room, behaving maturely. It's really cool. We taught our kids many of these things, but they do it better. And the byproduct of this is a close family that cares for one another, that familial love that is so solid. It starts with us raising our kids, teaching them to respect and honor us and others. I can have an intelligent conversations with many kids that aren't even teenagers yet because their parents taught them respect. So if your parents are honorable, you have it easy. Just give them the honor they deserve. If they're not honorable, give them honor anyway because that's what is right. Besides, it's not saying that they deserve honor. Rather, it's saying that you are simply an honorable person showing honor. You are the one who actually is being honored by expressing that honor. You're showing what kind of person you are. And again, that's not to say you can't raise a concern, you can't correct or rebuke your parents for their wickedness. Rather, you are giving honor that God requires, and God will give honor to whoever obeys his word. In John twelve, twenty six, if anyone serves me, he must follow me, and where I am there will be my servant also. If anyone serves me, the Father will honor him. And God not only honors those who serve him, but also in eternity, he honors those whose motives were rooted in faith. And Paul, he compares this to building materials in... First Corinthians three twelve it says, Now if anyone builds on the foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, and straw, each one's work will become manifest, for the day will disclose it, because it will be revealed by fire, and the fire will test what sort of work each one has done. If the work that anyone has built on the foundation survives, he'll receive a reward. If anyone's work is burned up, he will suffer loss, though he himself will be saved, but only as through fire. It's talking about believers. So salvation is a different thing. So they're saved through faith, but they won't be. Be rewarded in heaven. That's why it's so foolish to put off serving Jesus. You want to rack up as many rewards as you can, because the more rewards you can rack up means the more things you do in faith, which means the more purpose your life will be filled with. So when considering what God requires from us, we should think about the day when we're going to stand before him. Do we want to be honored in his presence, or do we want to suffer loss for not obeying him? And all begins with an understanding that God wants to bless his creation. He wants to show his love as a father to his creation, to all of his children. That's that relationship with God that we have. That's why we say brothers and sisters in Christ, because we have the same father. It's our God who created us for a purpose. And when we do the things that God has commanded us to do in faith, people are going to see that. And they're going to say, you know what? I see that person honoring his God who he believes in. And that just makes other people more intrigued. And when you see people honoring their parents, even when their parents aren't honorable, it really blows you away. It's bizarre. Why are you doing this? Why do you even care about your parents? Your parents were the worst parents I've ever met. They're evil people, and yet you still treat them like that? And you say, well, yeah, I do it because it's right. And that has a lot of weight to it. Because if they will honor their bad parents because it's right, you know that that person is trustworthy. They value what is right. And in this day and age, when everything that is right seems to be turned upside down and declared wrong, honoring your parents is one way of really expressing the fact that I follow Jesus. I believe this stuff and I'm going to show it. It's what James said about not hearing the word only, but being doers of the word. Do it. And you do these things and you will be blessed. Thank you.